This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Adam and Eve. Spring is in the air, but is it in your step? Is it in your bed? If you're interested in better sex starting now, go to adamandeve.com. They've got toys, lingerie, accessories, everything you need to level up your pleasure checks. And right now, Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item, plus free shipping, which includes rush processing. That's discreet shipping, plus 100% free shipping with rush processing on your entire order. Doesn't matter how much you spend or what you buy, all will be packaged and sent discreetly free and fast. So just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Just enter offer code PAWPAW at checkout. That's PAWPAW, P-A-W-P-A-W at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code PAWPAW to get your discount, 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Code P-A-W-P-A-W. Goodbye, sweeties. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everybody. Bohemia. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Ready to go in his glory of the snow. Called it kill day. For anyone who thinks Jake has a good memory, he asked Emily right before we started oh, come recording. On. Come on. You didn't even take notes, You're calling dude. me out? Yeah. He Google image. I took a note just you. before the recording. Honestly, I was honored he remembered I gave him a flower. Oh, yeah. See, how's that for a memory? That's a pretty good memory. I remembered I got a gift. <laughs> and I must remember Emily Axford. Ascendant of a new form. As an Aladrin of the sea storm, Calliope Petrichor. Yeah. And then, of course, we've got Caldwell Tanner. Oh, kicks with his long legs, defeated the bee bag. Now I'm riding in an egg. It's all Buffo. Wow. Yeah. Oh, the BBEG. There bee we bag. go. The bee. I call them bee bags. Okay. Yeah. Bee bags. The yeah. Bean bags. They're the bad guys. <laughs> you guys know bean bags. I thought you said you defeated the bean bags, and I. Right. Well, that's that, that's my training routine. Is I just punch a bunch of bean bags. That makes Every night, yeah, I just yeah. wail on them. Dungeons and beanbags would be like a fun hangout version Ooh, of Dungeons yeah. and Dragons, oh, and you never yeah. fight anything. <laughs> you renovate. Right. Yeah, okay. Right. You cozy. just get rid of all of your chairs. <laughs> uh, and with that, let's go ahead and do a little recap. Yes. So last time, you celebrated your win over Ultras in the Moscurial Arena until the judges announced that Jaina Bronzebeard would be set free. As the crowd grew quiet, Morrigan backed the judges' decision and revealed revealed more of Ektar's plot through the words of a captured cultist. She followed up by reminding the populace that Jaina Bronzebeard shared a common enemy with them in Mothership. Mm. After Morrigan calmed the crowd, Honeysuckle borrowed a path for you back to Winch's workshop where you could spend one last sleepover the with hard one. Little bulldozer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Working through the night, Winch channeled all the power from his workshop into the transporter device. By morning, it was ready, so you said your goodbyes to Hard One, who boarded the transporter to the astral plane along with Winch and a giant rat. Rats ride loose! Rats ride loose, baby. Astral rats, get ready. Rats get goggles. <laughs> As the power of the device surged through the workshop, you heard the sounds of messages coming through on Winch's equipment. You investigated and were contacted by Albin, who informed you that the mothership submersible had disappeared. Uh-oh. With the residual magic of the transporter, you hitched a ride back to Iron Deep and found the city eerily dark and quiet. Mm. After speaking to some concerned citizens, you learned that the mothership employees in town suddenly went glossy-eyed, crowded the transporters, and left along with the submersible. You met with Celine at the castle, and after <laughs> talking about Hard One's <laughs> sexual <laughs> prowess for some reason, <laughs> did we? <laughs> for a long time. An we astral, do. thank you. <laughs> Maybe just like a group performance check for how the like folk ballad that Calliope wrote is going. Oh, yeah, I yeah, forgot yeah. I'm doing that. <laughs> Can I get, uh, who has the worst performance? Oh, it should uh, be me. I think it's, oh, the worst performance me. though is going to yeah, be me, Yeah, who has the I worst think. performance? So why would it be, a, it doesn't even, it could just be Because you guys are working on it together. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of notes. Hard one story. So go ahead and give me a performance check with disadvantage. Wait, disadvantage? What's Calder's what? performance? It's a negative one. Okay. <laughs> okay, is that's that going to be your role, friend. Okay, great. It's a four. <laughs> And a five. Okay. <laughs> so we're at a three right now. Although, you know what? I'll say Callie can be right. Re- basically, it's got really bad lyrics, but potentially musically, it could be really good. I just looked back at my notes and saw Hard One, the Giant Layer, Small Folk. Baby yeah. So <laughs> we're at about a three. So uh, I'm caught up. You're caught up. Okay. Great. You cool. can actually finish the recap. Okay. You're there. You're Let's there. roll again when you think the song has reached the astral plane. <laughs> Because that's where that's where I needed to take. That's hold. where we're heading. Yeah. So uh, you learned about the citywide blackout and the escape of Gromdahl Bronzebeard from the dungeons. While Kenna had a conversation with her father Krugan, the rest of you went to investigate Swag's condo to see if he was part of the. It's so funny that Swag has a condo. It's <laughs> so cool. It's so sweet. Tell me about your HOA fees. It's so divorced, but I've never been it, married. Yes. <laughs> Swag does have divorced guy energy. <laughs> But, like, he's thriving <laughs> in his divorce. A glow up. Uh, so you went to Swag's condo to see if he was part of the group that boarded the submersible. There you saw no sign of Swag, but found a message written in a shaky hand revealing the likely destination of the missing submersible, the Frigid North. Next, you investigated the dungeons where Gromdahl Bronzebeard had escaped. There you learned from a rat that Gromdahl had turned into a large animal during the blackout and burrowed out into the sea to escape. we gotta find more rats it's so fun to talk to him the rat revealed that gromdahl had been speaking about sea elf friends you deduced that he was likely headed to the underwater city of suner a nearby haven for them you relayed this information to Jaina, and she offered you an old spherical sub called the egg as you toured the vehicle's crappy features kenna (laughs) caught up and offered to join your adventure together the four of you and foster flushed out into the sea and began heading north towards Sunair and eventually the frigid north and that's where we are now oh okay okay the air got real stale real quick huh <laughs> yeah sorry I used to farting a lot to cover up hard work short-footed securities I'm gonna but... press the digitation like some beautiful smell. some potpourri great I was thinking like burritos and... <laughs> oh 
That's kind of so what it fart. smells like, like now. Like a really good meal that you're not going to get to eat. That's great. That's really smart. French toast. Ooh. Burritos and French toast. <laughs> or would we pick one? Breakfast burritos and French toast. Now I'm actually kind of into it. Foster opens his mouth and lets out an absolutely noxious brunch burp. Calliope's <laughs> <laughs> wow. like, worse. I've got to stop making candles. <laughs> uh, so your vessel now stinks of French toast and burritos <laughs> as Emily takes a sip of tea. Uh, so the outer gate here has been released and water rushes into the hangar as the egg dips under the water. The vehicle slowly buzzes forward, the wonder of the ocean in deep juxtaposition to the crappiness of your craft. Uh, you've got this big viewing window and can see the undersea world ahead of you. Wow. Now the ocean floor here is bursting with life, partly because of something set into motion by the sea elves. Mm. These elves used to be strictly underwater humanoids, but in the past few hundred years, they've been known to travel to the upper continents and interact with other species of humanoid. And because of this back and forth, many sea elves have become more reliant on sunlight, even in their undersea outposts. Uh, and this led to elves enchanting fish with cantrips that radiate sunlight, creating a species called solar fish. Ooh. So these solar fish are able to produce enough sunlight for certain types of coral to flourish that might normally only be found in shallower water. So even though you guys are wow. deep, like, on the ocean floor, it looks like you guys are, you know, like, scuba diving near the Great Barrier Reef or something like that. Amazing. And how have they done this with these animals? Is it, uh, like, using mothership magitech? No, so the sea elves are actually, they have such powerful psionic magic that mm. they're very good at awakening potential they're very good at connecting and speaking to the world around them it's like magical breeding yeah how is psionic magic different than like feywild magic so it's not much different than feywild magic in Whoa. fact while you're under the water here you're kind of reminded of the natural wonder of the feywild where it's sort of a mixture of nature and magic so the sort of difference between the sea elf uh, civilizations down here and mothership is that they're creating this stuff with actual magic and with like actual connections to the world around mm -hmm. them versus mass producing technology, if that makes sense. Okay, can I put my hand up to the glass and I want to try to sense out in the ocean, the wild or even Oberyn? Does he have mm. like a presence here? Totally. Uh, you just reaching your hand out without even a roll? Your senses, you see kind of star fire going around the little solar fish. And, and you, you feel what? the presence of of the wild here, certainly. I'm going to get licorice and honeysuckle. And I'm going to point rum, 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 rum. out the window. And rum, say, rum, 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 Don't eat the ship. Do yeah. not eat the ship. Honeysuckle gets ready to burrow. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> We're uh, burrowing. Wait, We're wait. burrowing. You Hold don't on. burrow. Let's just cover a rock in hot sauce and pretend it's a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Look out there. That's your preference. <laughs> Is this reminding you of, of home, Callie? I think like seeing this like magical wild, it just feels a bit more whimsical than the material plane. It feels a bit more like coming from like Feywild to material plane. It's mm -hmm. like going from like Technicolor to like sepia tone or something. It's like, it's drastic, but this feels a bit closer to the Feywild, I think. Yeah, wow. you see 
kind of looks out at all of it. Oh my god, it's so freaking cool. <laughs> <laughs> Are the fish like lantern fish, but happy? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, there's like glowing lanternfish and stuff like that. You see all this colorful coral along the ocean floor here. Schools of these lanternfish that look like they're glowing blue and colorful clownfish. Various like squid and octopi tucking away in the coral, uh, waiting to kind of snap out at their prey. And occasionally you'll see like a larger mammal, like a whale or a shark swim by. And they mostly kind of pay you no mind and just keep going past you. They can't smell the burrito. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like my bioluminescence a little bit. I wonder if there's any connection there. Yeah, you see that there are there are certainly like undersea fungi down here and everything. Ooh, yeah. You see lots of, I mean, a lot of the fish down here are, are bioluminescent. Uh, so you hold your hand up and you see as you produce some like bioluminescent spores, you see that there is kind of a magical natural reaction around you. You see like kind of a sparkle and some color changing by some of the fish nearby. Ooh, all right. Wow. Uh, Calder is jealous of everyone's connection and just uh, tries waving at a fish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, little guy. <laughs> you see a, a juvenile dragon turtle, like a six foot long dragon turtle just Holy waves. Shit. Hey, dude. <laughs> oh my God. Calder, you have friends here? I, I guess. Um, hook me up with an intro. Um, I okay. posture. <laughs> hey, this is my friend Cal. I'm Calder. I should introduce myself first, but maybe you know me. This is my friend Callie. You're talking really quietly. You're on the other side of the glass. Yeah. I'm screaming over here. <laughs> I'm absolutely screaming on this side. Is this like an inside joke with you guys? I or? see the fish outside all look really disturbed by it. And they're swimming away. Calder puts his face against the glass. This is my friend Callie. I'm sorry. I get quieter. Hi. Hi, Allie. Nice to meet you. Close. Allie's close enough. Do you want to come inside? <laughs> Yeah, we've got like the four of us and then like two serpents and a duck. We got room. Yeah. We're making French toast. I, I wink to we? everyone. I, I would like to come inside and have French toast. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we can fit in this petrichor. Stop cock blocking. Oh, it was like that. For who? Explain for I who. Was, I was wingmanning. <laughs> Callie throws her hands up in the air and walks away. <laughs> what did I do? I don't know what happened. Can she wild shape? What's going on here? I have to go apologize to that turtle. <laughs> you guys see, as Callie storms off, as you kind of turn away from the wonder and the stupidity of the outside here, um, you are struck by the sort of tininess of the this vessel that you guys are in. So there's oh, nice. the craft has four rooms. There's this area that's like the cockpit. There's a small engine room, a cargo hold, and beneath the main control room, there's just a small bunk with a few bedrolls. That oh, that was Kelly's idea. Yeah, Shit. Calder just has to like crawl into essentially to get in there. And uh, there is below the cargo hold. There's like an airlock escape hatch that will let you leave the vehicle or invite flying. turtles. Or invite turtles in, theoretically. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Noted. <laughs> Emily hasn't been able to swallow water. <laughs> she keeps trying to drink a different liquid every time, and none of them are working. Uh, so, yeah, so 
Uh, you guys are going quite slow. The submarine goes two miles per hour. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> so it's going to take a good stroll, yeah, pleasure so cruise. It's going to take you guys a few days to mm-hmm. get to Sunair, and beyond that, it's going to take you a while to get to the frigid north. You may need to get an upgrade or something once you get to Sunair. Can mm-hmm. I look at the engine and see if there's anything we can do to boost this speed? Yeah, go Ooh. ahead and give me an intelligence check. Can I? I'll, I would go down there with yeah. you, right? Yeah, because you guys have to talk out the turtle situation. So <laughs> I'm down to. I just didn't know going into it. I just felt like my intro didn't have the right energy, but it was because I didn't know. You know? I, I thought it was actually perfect. Really? Yeah. Okay, so I, I didn't blow it. No, no, honestly, fucking cannot. <laughs> really? I just, I'm just saying that turtles, I think they like lay eggs and stuff, so it's not. <laughs> I haven't had the biology 301 yet, but just in my biology 201, I think that turtles and humanoids aren't like one-to-one. We were afraid she'd be a vulnerability. We just didn't know how. <laughs> we thought it was because we liked her too much. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just going to leave this polymorph potion that we have on the table. No judgment. Whatever anyone needs. Okay, so is anyone else like feeling kind of vulnerable here in this fragile egg mm. yeah well it's actually it's not that fragile it's actually you see kind of knocks on it uh and you you hear the sound of like thick metal like echoing through i think the one thing we could rely on is that this baby would be hard to puncture okay all right mm-hmm. i guess i was wondering um i'm trying to read through Liaman's tiny hut mm-hmm. and there's a part of me that's like maybe we should try and cast it on the floor of the ocean and just know we would have, but I don't understand. I, I would allow if you, you to can cast it underwater. Or not. I would allow you to cast it in the submersible if you want. Like essentially, you just have another door that will lead into the tiny Ooh. hut. Whoa! Yeah, let's have a hatch to the hut. Great. Yeah, you add a new hatch and so uh, you cool. open it up. What does it look like now? And what does it smell like? <laughs> French burritos. French burritos. Ooh. Burritos. The French way. <laughs> Burritos, French style. With French fries inside or what? Instead instead of a wrap, instead of a tortilla, it is French toast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the door to get in there looks like French toast. Um, (laughs) And once you get inside, it's got like one of those beaded curtains, but with um, beans from a burrito and rice. And... (laughs) God. This is not whimsical. <laughs> Fine, it's underwater theme. <laughs> yeah. Fine, I set it up to look like a captain's quarters on like a pirate ship. Very Ooh. cool. Mm. Yeah, you you go down. There's all these um, hanging curtains of like all these multicolors and everything, yeah. and all these different colored like flags and stuff like that. And I've decorated with like loot that like a pirate captain might. Yeah. Have and big like pilfered. clam chairs with yeah. like, giant oh, yeah. pillows inside. Is that yeah. a parrot? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Is that real? It's, it's just Foster that I've put some makeup on. <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing. Convincing. That is so cute. <laughs> he knows he's a parrot. Wow. You <laughs> <He> can talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh amazing. I'm afraid, Hello. I'm afraid it's hurting him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, uh, I picked up your equipment from the blacksmiths, in case you guys uh, were wondering where your stuff went. Uh, Mr. Kilday, your sword. Uh, You see Kenna hands 
uh, you called her the handle of the frost blade, which has now been uh, encrusted with a few enchanted gems. Uh, the sword is now plus two, Ooh. and it has an added ability when combined with your shield spell. It turns your shield into a shattering parry. So now while you are using the shield spell, anyone who targets you with a melee attack will take 2d6 cold damage Ooh. as your blocking sword shatters in their face. Oh, my God, I want to test this out right now. Okay, I attack. What? Callie takes a swing at you. I shield. <laughs> maybe put some like mattresses on the wall or something. Yeah, you guys are in this, the, the tiny hut is a tiny hut. So you're just in the middle of the living room and Callie just takes a wild swing at Calder. I rolled a three, so. Okay. So she misses big time, but you do block with the sword, do 2d6 of damage to Callie as ice shatters all over the living room here. Hell yeah. I rolled two ones. Okay, great. Dude, I'm so sorry. That was awesome. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I cock block and sword block you in the same day. No, I wanted that. I wanted to see it. That's okay. awesome. Are we sparring? Should I punch Kenna? What's no, going on? everybody, relax. <laughs> Let's all get our... First of all, I don't know. How, well, I guess you had your uh, ice sword that you could have tried to stab him with, but Miss Pachacor, I have your luck blade. Ooh. Oh, thank you. And Callie, she hands you your luck blade. It has always had a little bit of green, like overgrowth and magic on it, mm -hmm. um, but it's been modified to uh, you had added your mother and Ariox's symbol, Ooh. this complex yeah. snowflake, uh, but to reflect your current spring Aladrin status, you see that it's in the shape of a snowflake, but the lines are made out of raindrops. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and the symbol shines with bright blue magic, and you've gained an ability called the Accuracy of Ariox. Uh, Accuracy. This sword will now allow you to reroll ones on attack rolls. <laughs> oh, yes. nice. Uh, and it's a, a plus two blade now. Dude, Snowflake Raindrop, that's fucking visual <laughs> poetry, my man. Well done. And uh, Mr. Buffo, your ring? Oh, thank you. She hands you a little steel ring, Ooh. Saul, with an emblem of a fist on it. This will make your unarmed attacks plus two, and mm -hmm. it will also give you the enlarged fist ability. You can now spend one key point to add 1d4 to your attack and damage roll. Whoa. So you can do it, it, essentially, if you miss, you can try to hit by using a key point and adding a d4. Nice. Saul, hit me. <laughs> a posture. I look at Calder. I, I don't. <laughs> Miss Pedigree, I don't know what's going on with you today. This is not something that you do with the squires. I thought that you spar. No, we, yeah, we, I guess we spar. Okay. While Callie is talking to Ken, I punch her. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till she's looking. <laughs> Element of surprise. <laughs> <laughs> That's a five. Element of uh, five. But it does become a 16. Misses. Okay, add your D4. Did you add your D4? Oh, not yet, not yet. Burn a key point, add my D4. Uh, that is going to be a 18. Misses. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Callie blocks it. Oh. Wow, that was, I, don't, I don't think Souls works, can I? <laughs> that was anticlimactic. Well, I get two attacks, so I'll roll again. <laughs> there we go. That's a that's a 30. <laughs> you just absolutely oh. sock Callie in the gut. You didn't even use your ring that time. Yes! yes! That I'm had, so cool! That had nothing to do with your ring. <laughs> Callie smiles as the frog fist warps her face. <laughs> Uh, one more thing. The Helm of Ultras has now evolved into the glory of the Snow Helm. Yes. 
now that it has been uncursed, the powers are no longer as profound, but they no longer come at a cost, and they can be used by any ally who can see them. What? So uh, the helm has three charges, and there are three abilities that you can use with it. Uh, you can, one, use your reaction to take a melee attack, two, add 1d12 to weapon damage, or three, use an action to teleport to the helm as long as it is in sight. Whoa. Whoa. That's awesome. I'm standing right next to Calder, but I teleport. <laughs> Great, you burn one charge. <laughs> hey, come on. That's awesome. I'm going to do it too. Calder tries to hide it. No, stop it, everyone. Yeah, Kenna teleports on top of you. Quit teleporting. Uh, Don't you do it, Saul. I teleported. I teleported. Oh, I'm not going to do it. i got to go to the bathroom. Right, Saul walks it. to the bathroom. And it teleports. Fuck. <laughs> That's all three charges. Now I don't get to use it. Now how am I going to teleport? <laughs> <laughs> the magic around it powers down. <laughs> the, gl- the glory of the snow looks less like the bulbs kind of look like they die and turn into regular branches. Wow. Huh, the flowers are withered. Yeah, winter came early. <laughs> but they will recharge uh, every day. Great. There are magical items that just never recharge. So. <laughs> we didn't clarify that. This one luckily does recharge, recharge okay, every great. Okay. Every yeah, every fortnight it recharges. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if I had an NPC use your charges and it just <laughs> never came back. Sorry. It's a case for dungeon court. Can I use all of your wishes to get more French toast? <laughs> so now that you guys are on this long, quiet trip through the ocean for the next few days, how do you guys want to spend your time? Um, are there weights on board? Yeah, yeah. You guys, I, I, I think, can have kind of anything you want in the uh, in the tiny hut. Oh yeah, in the hut. Yeah. Oh, I'm lifting nautical weights. It looks Great. like it looks like the steering wheels of a ship, but they're like weighted. So I'm just like putting those on either side of a barbell and lifting them. Rad. Uh, so you're getting some lifting in. You guys also have some other gear that Zeline had given you to make it easier for you to travel underwater. You guys have a mouthpiece that allows underwater breathing and mm. speaking. Whoa. You have these things called sea scooters, these little devices that will give you a swim speed equal to your walking speed. They're not, they don't look like kind of regular scooters. They're like handheld devices that have, you know, like propellers on them that let you go through the water quickly. You can't use them to travel long term. You can't just like ditch the egg and yeah. go do it forever because they do need time to power down. Yeah. Um, and you guys also have flippers. Mm. I think Calliope <laughs> looks at all this magical, fancy technology. But she just wants to learn how to swim without it. Okay. So I think Calliope's going to use the time to just go swimming and practice holding her breath and learn how to swim. Cool. Uh, can I can I join Calliope, but with two mouth breathing? <laughs> yes. Yes. Just, you have... just in case. <laughs> I mean, you're in As the fail safe. You're in the deep ocean. You definitely shouldn't just go out with no way to breathe. <laughs> Saul's going to sit on top of the egg and be the lifeguard. Right on. <laughs> so Saul gets on top of the egg. Callie, you go out um, and begin swimming around all of this coral. And you said you were going to like practice swimming? The glass between me and the water feels wrong. So Great. I just like, want to go out there and just really learn how to swim. Uh, go ahead and give me a, we'll say, constitution saving throw. And I swim like Ocean Girl. From the TV show Ocean Girl, which I think was maybe an Australian show. Okay. Anyone's ever seen. Okay. But like you hear the name Ocean Girl and you you can imagine how yeah. she's swimming. She's yeah. like she undulates. You're like a, uh-huh. you're swimming like a mermaid. Arms right. next to her, she undulates. And we have yeah. copies of Ocean Girl on DVD in the egg, right? Right. Okay. Oh my God. And, and Ken is inside watching Ocean Girl. <laughs> I I got a nat one. Oh no. <gasps> she allowed to reroll yeah. that. Callie, you go out and you. <laughs> 
breathe in through your mouth and swallow a bunch of ocean water. Okay, actually, this is very important to me. I really want to learn how to swim, so I'm going to use my luck point on my luck blade. Okay. To re-roll that. Saul blows his whistle so loudly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, still only a seven. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Okay, I guess learning takes time. (laughs) Of course, yeah. And first things first, you don't Uh, breathe in the water. Really? But I feel like I'm so watery. Right. And it feels strange to have it estranged from me out there. Well, you want to blow bubbles instead of breathing in. Give your water to the water. If that makes sense. That makes so much sense. Okay. I blow so many bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Callie begins blowing bubbles. Uh, and over the next few days of uh, you guys swimming outside of the egg, go ahead and give me like investigation or perception checks. 21. I got a 21 perception. Just a nine. Okay. So focused on making sure they don't drown. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> We're tethered to the egg. Uh, so over the next couple days, uh, you guys spend a lot of time like kind of exploring the ocean floor down here. Uh, and with that high of perception and investigation checks, you guys find just kind of random treasure and things like that. Things left <gasps> behind by you know, pirates, things that have fallen off of boats and things like that, or by other like underwater species, just random things that aren't equipment that you would use or anything like that. Uh, But you do find 60 gold worth of just gems and things like that. Whoa, we're trawling. Wow, this is going in the booty room. And with an above 20 check, Mm -hmm. you guys actually find within a giant magical clam, you find an item called a Pearl of Power. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Uh, While this pearl is on your person, you can use an action to speak its command word and regain one expended spell slot. (gasps) If the expended spell slot was a fourth level or higher, the new slot is third level. Once you use the pearl, it can't be used again until the next dawn. Calder grabs it and tries to swim swim away. (laughs) This is mine now. (laughs) Hey, I think I let him. I think I have more spells than him. Wow. So yeah. I don't need it. (laughs) I'll barely use it. I just want you to chase me. (laughs) Okay, I get into it. Ah, She's going after me. Careful, you just ate. You're gonna cramp. I start cramping. (laughs) I start sinking. Teleport into the helm. I left it inside. It's out of charges. Kenna holds her nose and dives in and begins swimming towards Callie. We all teleported to breakfast this morning. Why? (laughs) The ship is 10 feet big. It was fun, Mr. Kilday. It's just fun. Uh, so, yeah, so you guys uh, spend uh, a couple days just kind of exploring the ocean floor down here and everything, and uh, you guys get within like a day's ride of Sunair. Um, and as you begin to near where you might start seeing sea elf scouts and rangers, go ahead and give me perception checks. And one of you, if you want, there is like a telescope that will give you plus 10 to perception. So oh, one person ooh, can use that I want to use that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put this dice to the side. That's another eight. Saul, you are so close to looking out the window that you're just fogging it up with your breath (laughs) and having a hard time seeing. That's an 11. Okay. 23. There we go. Calder, from the telescope, you turn around and look in all directions. And amongst all of the coral reef and the nature down here, you see a structure that looks like it was humanoid made. You see... It's a bit tough to find at first. It's a large floating obelisk, this light blue crystal color, but it looks cracked. It's dim, 
almost like it's been powered down. This looks like something that you might have seen in Ezri or something like that. It looks like a pylon for magical energy. It's not quite the same as a transporter, something that like casts the spell for you, but it's kind of similar. It's like a powerful magical conduit. So you'd need to be able to cast a teleport spell or something like that yourself, but you could use this as like a magical connection to this area or someplace to send messages through or someplace to scry through. However, it looks devoid of magic at this moment. And nearby, you see two sea elf rangers floating. They wear white helms that protect their faces, but their green hair pokes out of the top. The bits of skin that you can see are different shades of blue. They're wearing gold and blue scale mail, but not wielding any weapons that you can see. And floating next to them is a sort of gnarly looking hammerhead shark with strange glowing white eyes. And as the egg is starting to pass them, you see their eyes follow your craft in perfect sync, the rangers and the shark. Uh, hmm. I wave. <laughs> you hear a voice in your head. Hello, friend. Uh, <gasps> oh, did we all hear that? Just called her. Okay. Good. Good morrow to you, sir. Greetings. I am Alex. A Alexandrite. Um, Calder starts. If you, if I was talking in my head before, I start responding out loud. Okay. Now pointing to my head. Hello, Alexandrite. Oh. What? Pointing. I'm pointing at the uh, the sea elves. Those shark. three. Permission to cross your path, I guess. Permission to enter the network? No, 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 no. no, no. You hear voice starts kind of quivering and, and being confused. Permission to enter soon. I don't remember what it's called. Um, uh, Can you we, tell me? We, we just need to connect. We need to connect. Um, you know what? We need to, you see the elves and the shark begin darting unnaturally towards the ship. Everybody go ahead and roll initiative. Oh, oh no. She's trying to use us to get in. Is this a different day than I used my luck blade? Yes. Okay, cool. That's and all the charges on the helm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and 11 for Calder. 17 for Calliope. Uh, 24 for Saul. Okay, first to act is Saul. Saul, you'll probably have to use an action to get out of the sub. There is like a harpoon device that you could <laughs> try to shoot that will then, there's two harpoons, you shoot them and then they're on a long rope that you can then use an action to pull back and try again later. Somebody else command the harpoon. Uh, I, I'm gonna meet these folks face to face. Okay. Uh, just seeing people taken over by Alexandra, it really just, it fills me with this kind of weird cold rage that I can't abide. So I'm going to get out there and try and help them or hurt them, whatever they need. Okay. So yeah, I, I blow my lifeguard whistle very loudly and say, no running! And then I uh, run towards the airlock. Great. Okay. Ow. <laughs> uh, so Saul, you get down into the hatch, uh, you open it up, you get into a, a small like airlock room and open up uh, the bottom hatch mm -hmm. and water flows in and you begin swimming out and you see these elves and the shark begin to descend on you, mm -hmm. but they're screaming in your head. You need to tell me where to go. Where is everyone else? 
You, you're they confused. left. You're confused. They left. Think about who you are. Think about what really matters. You just hear screaming. <sighs> After Saul's turn, that is Callie's turn. Okay. Um, I think I just want to put one of these things in my mouth so I can breathe underwater. Okay. I'm going to face step out. Okay. And I want to cast detect thoughts. Mm. Okay. And try to interface with them. Where did they go? Let me help you. Uh, you just hear psychic screams in your head as you try to do detect thoughts. In fact, give me an uh. give me an intelligence saving throw. Shout out to the three crew. Cal, you take thirty-three psychic oh, damage. Oh my god! As you hear a terrible psychic scream in your head. Okay. Okay, so Callie is out into the water, and so is Saul. That is the two elves' turn. One uh, tries to grab onto Callie. You have to show me. You have to show me where to go. Well, I tried to help you. 15 to hit you, misses. Misses. Uh, takes a second strike, 17 to hit. Misses. Okay, yes. same thing. It goes after... Saul misses big time. Mm, mm, mm. Misses big time. Just do you, do you need us to like draw you a map or something? How can we help? You need to connect. I need a connection here. Okay, I'm gonna connect my fist to your head. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, that is Calder's turn. Calder's gonna frosty step out oh, of the shit. submarine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you appear outside of the vessel. And yeah, I'm gonna attack three times. Shout out to my new level. Shit. That is a 14, a 25, and. 29 to hit. 14 does not hit, but everything else hits. Yeah. 24 damage. Calder appears in the water out next to one of these sea elves, holds the hilt out of his sword. You see a magical frosty sword appears in his hand and stabs into this elf who grabs on and Whoa. just looks at you desperately and you hear psychic screams in your head. Ow. Okay. This is worse than the whistle on the submarine somehow. <laughs> um, and Calder's going to action surge as well. Oh, sick. Hell okay. Yeah. Uh, that is a 23, another 29, and a 16. Two of those hit. Okay. 27 damage. Okay. This dude is on death's door. So you see uh, bleeding out from under his armor uh, and just desperately trying to cast some kind of spell onto you. After... Calder's turn, that is the shark's turn. The shark is going to swim up and will say, go after Calder. Oh, shit. Everyone actually give me a wisdom saving throw. Ooh. For a psychic maelstrom. Oh, fuck yeah. 19. That passes. Nat 20. Passes. Woo! 23. Okay, you guys have heard so much psychic noise at this point that this time this does not hurt you. Uh, but <laughs> You should uh, hear the whistling. <laughs> 24 to hit Calder. Yeah. 26 damage. And Calder, give me a charisma saving throw. I bet an eight passes. Uh, you get a level of exhaustion. Really? Whoa. So Calder, you feel fatigue start to take over your body. Whoa, okay. Oh, this swimming is actually really hard. You're just not in a good place <laughs> mentally right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I didn't get a great night's sleep maybe. Do you have a Charlie horse? Do you need me to massage it? Yeah, I have a Charlie's horse. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, you see, Kenna, I meet Charlie. Kenna is going to go down so and just start shooting the harpoons at the, just very laboriously tries to shoot a harpoon at the shark uh, and does manage to hit it 
for 17 damage. All right. Okay. After Kenna's turn, that is back up to Saul's turn. Okay. Uh, so like one elf is looking hurt. One is uh, still perfectly fine. One is still perfectly fine. I'm going to go for the one that's perfectly fine, and I'm going to try and stunning strike them. Okay, great. I just I, Knowing what happened to Swag, I, I, I can't give up on these people. Uh, that is going to be a 27 to hit. Yeah, super hit. Okay, let me do another attack. <laughs> as, as you say that, you punch him directly in the face. <laughs> good, good, don't give up on me. Ah! <laughs> uh, does a 16 hit? 16 does not hit. Okay, you know what? I'll use my new thing. Yeah, I'm in yeah, 1d4, yeah. you automatically hit. I'm big in the fist. That's a three. Great. Uh, so both hit. So you punch. Uh, mm -hmm. He manages through some kind of weird oh. muscle memory, dodges out of the way, but then your fist expands as it goes past his head and still manages to hit him. All right. You don't want any part of that network, man. Let me tell you. Uh, uh, let's go ahead and do the stunning strikes. Fails the con saving throw. <gasps> Great. So he's All stunned. Right. So this, one, this one guy is stunned. Would you let me use my bonus action for your blows to try and uh, hit someone else? Yeah. If you'd like to jump over to the other guy uh, and try to stun him. Sure. All right, cool. That is a 26 to hit. Uh, 26 hits. And a uh, 20. Both hit. All right, cool. That guy is on death's door, so mm -hmm. you can knock him out. Yeah, I'll like. just knock him out. Great. Okay, so Saul goes over to the guy that <laughs> Calder is stabbing <laughs> and mercifully <laughs> mercifully knocks this guy out. And you guys just being around these sea elves right now, we're getting just you know, these almost like a siren going off in your head. It was like injuring you. Yeah. And as soon as Saul knocks this one guy out, you guys feel the volume turned down a bit. Oh. Right, okay. Uh, so this guy is knocked out. After Saul's turn, that is Callie's turn. You've got one stunned elf mm -hmm. and uh, the shark. I have to, if I listen to detect thoughts, am I just going to take more damage? It does appear that when mm. you try to detect thoughts, that there's nothing there but bad energy. Okay, because I was going to try and like understand if there was a command I could give to override that to like get their bodies to resist this. So I think that that will be if you pass the intelligence saving throw. I think I can't pass. I have zero to intelligence. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just going to try and fucking attack this. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go after the stunned guy first. Great. 19 to hit. Hits. Okay, I rolled so poorly uh, with a fourth level smite in a defensive flourish. That is only 26. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, explosion of starfire, but does not manage to take this guy out. I will take my second attack. Uh, but he, is, yeah. he is quite hurt. That's a crit, baby. Oh, oh, my good God. Okay, so the first hit staggers him, and you go for a huge thrust. Huge thrust. A huge thrust. <laughs> oh my God, look at that thrust. <laughs> She's putting her whole pelvis behind it. 40 damage. Yes. Callie, lethal or non-lethal damage? On a crit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You uh, no, 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 I'm Explode him, dude, whatever. <laughs> no, 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 I'm going to, like, I think the momentum carries me a little too far, but then I, at the last second, show some restraint. Great, yeah, you swing your sword as if you're going to stab through him, but then at the last second, catch yourself, move to the side, and what ends up hitting him is the smite, the radiant damage uh, explodes uh, and knocks this dude out. Okay. And then uh, with my offhand attack, I'm gonna go after the shark. Great, you do see that with these two guys down, oh. the shark suddenly looks confused and looks like it's maybe going to swim off. With my bonus action, I want to pet the shark. 
I like if anything ties me to Oberyn at all. I didn't bring out licorice or honeysuckle, but I gesture to them in the glass egg. Okay. And I want to be like, we're your friends. I'm from Oberyn, from the land of beasts. You would love it there. Go ahead and give me an animal handling check. And I have a plus two to animal handling, and that's a plus five, so seven. Seven? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Hallie. Can- Please. You do hold your hand out and you... I'm falling in love with the ocean. <laughs> you, you pet the shark and you see it doesn't snap at you. It just looks kind of worried and scared. And you see it, it darts back. It, it looks in all directions and then it takes off. Good, good. Go be safe. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put a red flag outside of the egg. There are sharks in the water. Everybody be careful. You see Saul is only wearing tiny little red shorts and nothing else. <laughs> there are sharks in the water. And you're looking at them. <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> Call their chops. Okay, let's get these bodies into the egg. Is that crazy? Uh, no, I, I would love to interrogate yeah. them if we can or try and heal them. Let's, let's just do what we can. Yeah. You know? yeah. We have to question them. Yeah, but, but break a bed. Yeah, right. let's right. see if we can like override whatever's been done to them. We have to you, be careful because Alexandrite, we don't want this going, you know, the opposite way. Kenna opens the airlock from inside and you guys bring these two injured sea elves in. And you do still hear this dull sort of distress signal, but it's not nearly as loud as when they were conscious. Mm-hmm. God. At first I thought that it was like Alexandrite was at the bottom of the ocean and was like missing the network or something like yeah. that. But now it feels like she was making them miss the network. Well, let's confirm. Saul puts on his tongue condom uh, and is just going to dab both of them just to make sure. Just to, 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 just to make sure that they are... Fully Alexandrite clones. Not the goggles, the tongue condom? Um, oh, I'll do both. I didn't even remember the tongue condom. I <laughs> yeah, wasn't in there being like, what? Uh, you see these elves have a high percentage of Alexandrite in them. You see red magical residue enchanting their brains. And you see a little bit of red on Callie. What? Why? Because of the psychic scream? Okay, I'm, Have we never put these on before? Get these guys off my goddamn boat. Wait, I'm going to look in the mirror. Do I have any on me? No, you don't. Okay. okay. Can I, I? How long has it been on me? You, you, you wore the sunglasses before. And we didn't see it. And you didn't see it. So it's from the psychic screen, from the detective. Okay, okay. I, I, I want to try Fuck something. Me. I, I want to try and tap into the fungal network, which okay. has kind of helped me keep myself tethered to this world mm-hmm. and also just repel Alexandrite throughout our adventures. I want to try and pit network against network. Okay. I want to try and use uh, my connection to the fungal network and this kind of wild magic that exists all around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to try and push out whatever magic Alexandrite is using to corrupt Callie. Basically, okay. I want to do sort of like a psychic punch. Right on. Go ahead We've and... we practice this. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and give me a... We'll call this an attack roll, but with your wisdom modifier. Okay, so that'd be plus eight. 18? 18. Mason. What about your your thingy? Yeah, and I'll use a key point to uh, buff my fist. Great. That's a four. Okay, Saul with that attack roll. Mm-hmm. 
you swing in and stop just short with like a palm strike into mm-hmm. Callie's chest. And you let out a wave of magical energy that pushes Callie back. And Callie, you feel it. And you feel something bubbling up in your throat. Uh, and you feel an expulsion of this magic that had briefly just enchanted you. I vomit up seawater. Oh, I, I try to corral it so we can study it. Saul, <laughs> Saul, do you, do you need to lick this? <laughs> Somebody might need to. <sighs> okay, look at me with the goggles. Am I myself again? Uh, you look at Callie, and she does not have any of Alexandrite's magic in her. <sighs> okay, all right. Well, that somehow that worked. So okay. we're good. Okay, we're good. Thinking, Saul. Quick what about thinking. this toxic puddle? Is the magic like alive? You do right see there? a little bit of magic inside of this toxic puddle. So what you guys can gather from what you saw with people in the mothership transporters being essentially rebuilt with Alexandrite's magic, it seems like if the Alexandrite conduit is someone that has like psychic abilities, they could potentially charm you in the same way, like on a cellular level, and eventually have you join the network. So that it is very dangerous to have a psionic mage that is with the network here. Can I okay? Can I try to dispel magic on the puddle and see if that Uh, you dispel magic on the puddle and it does disappear. Okay. Can I try to dispel magic on one of the people? Mm. Uh, you dispel magic on one of the people. And for them, they've had enough of this charm spell go through them. You're essentially dispelling one of dozens of charm spells. Oh, okay. So you do cast it, and you do hear the psychic scream kind of goes down a bit. Okay. And there's also something strange going on here, right? Because the other mothership employees didn't even realize what was going on. They were just boarding the ship, going to work every day, and then from what you heard from the citizens in Iron Deep, suddenly a switch flipped, and they all just followed orders and walked off to the ship. These guys, seems like there's essentially like a, a psychic tug of war between two networks. Okay. Okay. So, do we do we get the sense that they're beyond saving, or... Can we? Can't be saved by you. Okay. 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 Um, do we want to tie them to the harpoon and harpoon them somewhere else? I guess that is the benefit of them being sea elves. We can keep them outside the egg. I, I just, I just need to believe there's a way to fix this. But I don't want to put us at risk. We won't be able to reason with them, but maybe their people in Sunair could help. Okay. It's true. If this is like a psionic community, then an invasion like this is. Like a de- declaration of war almost, right? Okay. We are according to my map. We're not too far from Sudair. We should okay, be there in a few hours. All right. All right. Okay. Let's just stay down here and keep on bonking him on the head every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're literally at one HP. Genius. Great. I feel so really bad. I'm going to make them like a nice place to stay. Yeah. Because I really don't feel good about. <laughs> I'll say you can kind of lo- lock them in the tiny duck if you want in the tiny okay. hut. Let's, the tiny duck is really cute. It's like a cool Airbnb or something. Yeah. Yeah. So let's kick so them out. They're getting a free night in the Airbnb. It's yeah. a great place to wake up from a concussion. Okay, <laughs> great. Uh, so you lock the sea elf rangers off in the 
tiny hut and begin moving once again towards the city of Sunair, and eventually you begin to see the lights of the city. The center of it is an enormous golden tower that the whole floating city slowly revolves around. You see hundreds of undersea vehicles and seafaring creatures traveling to different districts of the city, lit up by a combination of magic and bioluminescent coral. There are giant floating rocks that almost look like moons where merfolk and sea elves uh, swim in and out uh, to access different coves. There's skyscrapers and buildings all very long and elegant, few edges. The architecture is very smooth and circular. You see a lot of gold combined with other colors as the neon of all the lights of the various locales bounce off of the metal. There are tubes that carry trains from district to district. And as you approach, let me give you a little history. Nice. Yeah. So Sunair was built thousands of years ago by sea elves. Its isolated location has allowed it to remain mostly undisturbed from threats that have toppled civilizations on Upper Pahumia. This has led to an entire society so competent in magic that they don't need to rely on big magitech companies like Mothership. In the past few centuries, the sea elves have made their city more habitable to other humanoids. Though Sunair is underwater, many of the individual buildings and trains are airlocked. One exception is at the bottom of the tower where a council, the Octo Magi, protect the city from an underwater cove. They are powerful psionic wizards. Even the everyday citizens of the city are blessed with varying degrees of psionic power. Before most of the city was airlocked, they relied on psionic to speak and can still do so if they choose. Uh, and that's the history lesson. As you approach the city of Sunair, you see other submersibles docking in a giant port near the Golden Tower. There's a neon sign that says welcome and a foggy arcane barrier that you can assume is a magical means in which to transition from water to air. I just realized mm -hmm. um, before we address what's ahead of us, you saw something that was sort of like a place to be teleported, but it wasn't magically powered. Yes. Oh. And is that then when we saw the two people and the shark? Yes. Oh. What do you think that place meant? Wow. And were they looking for it? Maybe they were trying to use that to get into the city. Maybe you can teleport from that dock into, into the city and they were trying to get in. Okay. Do we need to address that in any way? Maybe we can ask whoever we ask about these sea elves. We should mention that. Okay, great. Yeah. Now, what's okay. ahead? Cool city. Great. Very cool, cool city. Great. Wow. Very cool city. As you guys float towards the welcome sign, you all hear a voice in your head go, Greetings. I am Ursia of the Octo Magi. And I want to welcome you on behalf of everyone in Sunair. Hi, Ursia. Hi. <laughs> What? You can hear me? Yes, of course. You? I thought this was a recording. No, no, this is me. This is just me. Hi. Hi. Well, wow. Yeah. What if this is the recording, though? Because everybody kind of has the same reaction. Is this a recording, is though? Is this a recording? Is it really? Welcome again to Sunair. <laughs> oh, it's all okay. a recording. It's recording. I'm just kidding. I just knew from your... What? Wow. Look you, at that. You can't pre-record wow. that sense of comic timing. You can't. That's good timing. That was a really good pause. Is it okay if I probe your surface thoughts just to kind of get a vibe check or... Actually... Hold on. Mm -hmm. um, huddle up, gang. Huddle up. 
Okay, I'll close. I'll close my ears. Over yeah, here. If, you, okay, if you don't mind, just <laughs> okay, real quick. I'll close, close my brain for a moment. You just let me know when you're ready. Okay, okay thank you, wow. Ursia. Okay, Ursia. Yeah. That's so Ursia, nice of yeah, you. Yeah, thank wow. you. I okay. like her. She's great. Great vibe. Like Sorry, I did hear that. I have to. I have to say, I did hear that. Okay, thank you. Okay. You have great vibes too. <laughs> from what I can tell. From what I can tell. Yeah, and yeah. we're gonna give you more. We really are. Okay. The vibes are strong. I'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Off now. Off now. No, you hang up first. No, you hang up. Okay. Okay. Off now. Bye. Okay. Bye. Great job. Can't hear you. Bye. Right. Okay. Do do we think should we present these two rangers to Ursia and let her probe their minds to kind of like let her know what's going on, or is that a lot for someone we just met? It's a lot for someone we just met. Can I do sort of like a history check or something just because I've worked with tangentially with CL? Totally. Do mm-hmm. I know anything of like if this town hasn't been working with mothership? So I don't know, just like maybe what I know about these CLs. Yeah, if, go if ahead I and give me, uh, I'll say history check with advantage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, it was a 19 and a one, so we're gonna go with a 19. Oh. Uh, becomes a 20, dirty 20. Dirty 20. So, so dirty. Callie, the people you worked with in Marengate were mm-hmm. mostly smugglers and things like that. Yeah. So you do know people that spent time in Sunair. You mm-hmm. actually know um, some Springaladrin. You met, uh, well, you didn't meet. You found the gutted body of <laughs> Yorkel Tavister uh-huh. in the Beastlands that uh, yeah. Oberon had destroyed for helping, you know, lead to the the reaping of the Fey Wild. Um, you know that there are other people from the Tavister family that often hide out down here in Sunair. Have um, I heard... As far as the sea elves themselves, you think they would not be cool with mothership. Great. So okay. that's good. Especially the fact that they have they have all this natural magic. Yeah. They definitely would not agree with the mass production of soulless magic items that can then be taken over by the mother company. It yeah. like goes against their whole thing. Okay. Or like the artificial replication of what they clearly can naturally yeah. do. So I'll, right. I'll surface level think about that and yeah. how it's concerning to me. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content all in one place and all on your terms, folks. They've got beautiful beautiful templates and easy drag and drop tools. You can make a portfolio, you can make a blog, you can make a web series over there. You can do anything you want and you can do it all on Squarespace. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first order of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash Pawpaw. Thank you, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore. And you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk text and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer, 
offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll be totally transparent in yeah. my surface-level thoughts. I'll just like, hey, we're here because... Mothership is making a play at the underworld. Okay. All of that, and I will also have a surface-level thought about whether or not there's a good place to get some fritters down here. I feel like a clam fritter could be really delicious right now. Great. Yeah. Um, You hear after a moment, okay, have you made your decision? Or Yes. Oh, yes. Cool with a light probe? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Go medium deep. Okay. Light, light is fine for me. Just light, <laughs> light. Okay. Fine for me. It gets wow. really gross. Okay. Oh. Oh no. Uh-huh. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come Sorry. in. I'll meet you. I'll meet you. Okay. okay. Meet you at the docks. Meet you at the docks. All right, Ursia. Wow. She really wants to get you some fritters. <laughs> She's awesome. She must have a full list of wrecks. <gasps> Guys, stop. I'm listening. <laughs> it's too much. Sorry. Sorry. I just get a good vibe. <laughs> I mean, bad. I'm, I'm so sorry right. that would happen no, to you vibe, on the way. Yeah. The vibes right. are good. The vibes are bad. We can help the people that you brought. Thank you so much for bringing You know what? Good problem. friends get you through bad vibes. Yeah. I have a rug that says that. <laughs> a rug? Wow. Weirdly, I have... <laughs> is it like a tapestry? No, it's like... Is like a bathroom like rug? No, sorry. What is, is that, a mat? like a living room? Like a doormat. Like a bathroom a door- I, have I was a picturing like a 10 by 12. No, it's 10 by 12 <laughs> doormat. It's a 10 by 12 doormat. Wow. It's an oversized doormat. It's a huge doormat. <laughs> well, I live in a little cove under the tower, so... Well, it's actually a pretty big cove, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a it huge like, like cave entrance, oh, so I need a lovely. really... Big doormat, and it says, "It says good friends will help you through bad vibes." Bad vibes, right? Okay, so I'm sensing good and bad vibes from you guys, but not evil vibes, which is kind of like what I'm looking for. That's that's what I'm saying. Can I probe back? Uh, sure, yeah. You can just ask. um, Do you have psychic powers? I do detect detect thoughts. (laughs) Detect thoughts. Okay. Instead of like giving her a limp handshake, I'm participating. You're giving a wow handshake. (laughs) You get the sense of powerful psionic magic and mm-hmm. you feel her essentially let down a non-detection. Like she mm. would uh. not let someone normally, like if, if somebody's trying to spy on her or someone meets her harm, yeah. and you would assume there are other psionic mages around, maybe yeah. not all of them are have good intentions. She lets her guards down and you feel a lot of things going on. You feel okay. great concern for the city, okay. deep, deep, sadness and concern about the rangers that are aboard your ship and deep gratefulness for the fact that you guys have brought these rangers back. God, that's a good vibe. Wow. Wow, you are like so sincere. Yeah. I think you need a bigger doormat than you even allow yourself. (laughs) I honestly think like your energy is so profound and contagious you don't even need it we need to hug you need to get here so we can okay let's go that is sort of like the thorn of telepathy right 
Yeah. Could you hug my brain? How would that feel? Yeah, I can definitely do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's wearing a tongue condom. <laughs> what is happening? Did you even do it yet? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> you guys travel through the foggy arcane boundary and leave the ocean to enter the inner docks of the city. As you cross into the airlock, your vehicle begins floating and is moved to join other vehicles in tightly packed spaces. And you see these dock mages in flowing gold and blue robes using telekinesis to move the ship in place uh, next to other ships near the dock. And you hear voices in your head, urgent but still friendly, just be, welcome friends, thank you so much for bringing our friends back. Thank you so much for bringing them back. Yeah, absolutely, what are your names? Yeah, you're welcome. I say it out loud because I can't speak psychically. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, you, can, you can speak back to them. Okay, it's almost great. like the equivalent of like a message spell. So you see that um, as you guys land, a bunch of these dock wizards come out and uh, collect the two rangers uh, who are who are comatose right now, who are knocked out. We'll get them down to the Magi. Get them down to the Magi. Are we still wearing our goggles, by the way? Uh, yeah. Cool. So uh, I think we're like doing like a, a light scan. You look around, no one has it, except for uh, these guys that have it in their brain, essentially. It, it is like a psionic thing. Where were these rangers dispatched to? You hear a voice go, too far too far from us and you see a sea elf wizard approaching you she is wearing a red and gold robe with eight slits and a necklace with the same amount of golden bars her body looks like a person made of water and you get the sense that maybe this might be a projection of ursia she's got uh, sharp elven features long pointy ears and hair of deep blue like ocean water and her eyes are bright white. You see, uh, she puts a hand out on the heads of the two rangers, and you can already see that some of the Alexandrite magic begins dissipating already, and you see she nods to the sea elves who begin to take them off into the cove with the other mages. They will be alright, thanks to you. Thank you. Of course. Of course. Of course. The AI Alexandrite Mm -hmm. has been trying to steal our psionic power. From what we understand, she's only been able to spread her influence through technology. So if she were able to tap into the psionic magic of this city, she could perhaps spread her influence through minds. The rest of the Octo Mages and myself have been able to protect the city proper, but unfortunately, she was able to corrupt or injure some of the rangers on the outer pylons. We saw them near a, looked like a transponder or something that was out of use. Is that the outer pylon? She nods. I sense that you know a little bit more about this Alexandrite situation. Do you mind if I probe specifically just about Alexandrite? Keyword search. Keyword search, Alexandrite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keyword Quote search, Alexandrite. Yeah. 
Uh, you see, uh, she looks at you guys for a moment. I have one file that you can't look into, but the rest. You got it. Okay. Non-sexual <laughs> Alexandre. Yeah. And don't, safe search. Safe search. Safe search, Alexandre. And don't ask me about Callie's file, because I know stuff that I wish I didn't Great. know. Okay. You could find just going to safe search. Going to safe search everybody. You can honestly just look at anything in here. <laughs> Half of it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Takes a moment, thinks about it, and goes... Well, that answers some questions. We use the pylons as sort of magic tethers that we can teleport to and travel back and forth to the city. I think in an ideal world for Alexandrite, that pylon would have worked just like the teleporters aboard the mothership submersible. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, okay. But if that didn't work for Alexandrite, then, then what's her next move? Alexandrite has made several attempts to try to infiltrate our city. Her attempts have been unsuccessful at home. The only time that she's been able to influence any of us is rangers on the outer pylons, and they've all been called back. That was aberrant what happened, and we, we thank you for preventing more casualties. How did they affect... So I, like, send her the memory of the fight... How did they affect the shark? They were controlling it, or at least had bewitched it, but it didn't seem as though Alexandrite had. That's terrible. They're going to feel really bad about that when they wake up, but it's not their fault. Sea elves have a connection to the nature down here. Ah. So we are naturally, it's not a charm, just animals are drawn to us, and we have a... And we have a symbiotic relationship down here. So that shark was almost sympathetically charmed. Wow. Clive, <sighs> begins crying. <laughs> she also begins crying. It's oh, no. so beautiful down here. <laughs> Several I other didn't seals. realize how starved my spirits have been. Okay, what but you... I feel as though my cup is getting refilled. <laughs> You see other sea elves nearby just sense the vibe and start crying. If you wow. all start crying, I'm going to cry more. I'm going to cry if you cry. Okay, well, I'm going to cry, cry if you cry. cry. Hey, guys, so Saul's bad. really feeling Ursia's vibe. He's like, if you cry underwater, you're just making more water. <laughs> I cry more for <laughs> She points at you. I have a, a huge pillow that says that. Wow. <laughs> it's just your normal size. Why is the pillow so big? It's just a huge body pillow. Gotcha. So, oh, cute. Like a beanbag. Yeah, sort of a beanbag situation. <laughs> I, I hate to pile on your pylon situation, sure. but also we're looking for a guy named Gromdal Bronzebeard. You heard of that Joker? I have heard of Gromdal Bronzebeard. Mm-hmm. Animals are also sympathetic to him, but yeah. not for good reasons. Right. Well, he actually has some history down here. Oh. And I don't want to put out bad vibes. No, no you're just putting out gonna say, vibes. I'm going to say... It's not gossip if you're arming us with what we need to know. I'm going to say exactly. he's not a good person. We, okay. Yeah. We don't yeah. like the joke yeah. really at all. So sorry for talking shit. <laughs> in, in fact, actually, we stole his pet. And oh. then I realized I haven't figured out if uh, Honeysuckle and Licorice can swim. Oh, Honeysuckle well. and Licorice can swim. I let him loose. Oh. <laughs> they're like, oh, no, no, no. They just go off. Oh, wow, they're like water moccasins. <laughs> yeah, she goes, Gromdahl Bronzebeard is a friend of someone down here named Thero Crackarn. Thero is the leader of a group called the Inkling Syndicate. And Gromdahl was said to have learned psionic magic from Thero. 
And he's a druid, so his psionic magic manifests itself in a way that pertains to animals. So he psychically controls animals, which I'm just going to say it, is not nice. I don't that's think not it's cool. good. No that's good. Not cool. I the think, name though, Inkling Syndicate, that is an immaculate vibe. I hate yeah, to say it. Yeah, I've got a real. I'm, I'm picturing cool octopi mm. and krakens. Yeah, they've got um, a. If I had to say something nice about them, I would say that they have a consistent theme. They have a good theme. Yeah, <laughs> consistent <laughs> theming. And then you could say they, they of, don't deserve a theme. Not cool. And they kind yeah. of. Again, I don't want to talk shit, but they kind of ripped us off a little bit. What do they do? Because we're the the Octomages, and then they're the Inkling Syndicate. Yeah. Oh, you're so right. Right. It's sort of derivative. It's very derivative. It's pretty derivative. Yeah. 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 It's super derivative. Are there octopuses down here? Of course, yeah. Can I see one? (laughs) I've never seen a live octopus. Have you? I mean, at the aquarium. When did you go to an aquarium? It was a school field trip. There was an Esri aquarium? Yeah, do you never, you guys never Why went? did I never we get We got a discount. We got like a huge discount what? at the Esri aquarium. We went on a field trip there one time. What? Really? Yeah. Have you been called it? Oh, I never, I lived in Esri for a very long time. I want to do a history check to see if I ever asked him if they wanted to go with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, since we've hung out, since we've met and worked together, have you been to the aquarium since? <laughs> yeah. Saul's definitely the kind of guy that hangs out at the aquarium. And, and when, you, when you went, was it on one of the many nights when I ate alone in my studio apartment? <laughs> Did I forget to invite you guys? Did I, you just like go with Albin and not even say like, hey, what are you guys up to after work today? No, Albin is terrified of fish. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I got a four, so I can't remember. I, you know what? <laughs> I probably thought that you guys had other plans and didn't invite you. Yeah, you guys worked together for a bit before... Mm. This absolute shit show pulled you together. Right. We were work acquaintances. I have to remember yeah. that. Yeah. Calder, after this is over, we're going to the aquarium together. <laughs> the giant whale just swims by. <laughs> Thanks for giving me a reason to fight. <laughs> I have something to live for now. I will, you know, again, I don't want to talk shit, but we've got a, a little bit more than the Esri Aquarium here. Yeah, wow. I can't wait to see everything yeah, that I saw here You see an, in an aquarium. An enormous <laughs> octopus nearby just has its suckers up against the glass. <gasps> Hello! <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, my God. Do they talk to you in the aquarium, too? <laughs> uh, if, if you hire a druid, they will, but it's pretty expensive. Wow. I've heard you're very intelligent. That's true, thanks. <laughs> what sort of things do you study? Where do you, what do you direct you, the spotlight of your intelligence at? I like looking in people's windows. What? <laughs> You're a big dog. What? <laughs> Just like what? So there's a lot of probing going I on here. I report him to Ursia. <laughs> okay. You're, you're <laughs> Ursia holds, holds, up, holds up her hand and uses some magic to propel the octopus away. Propel him far away. He's a weirdo. <laughs> Yeah, he he hangs out in public areas, but that's a weird way to phrase it. That's certainly a weird way to phrase things. Uh, yes, it's people. You're, yeah. making, you're making our guests uncomfortable. No, it's good. It's I'm good to get like just like with a... your ways. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I feel like we're getting like a full vertical slice of just all the different types of folks down here. Yeah, it's good. I, it's good. Well, you know, so, I guess what is an aquarium except for yeah, I know he's know. he's doing reverse aquarium. Yeah, it's true. I can't reverse be mad at him. What's your name? I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, Jonathan. <laughs> okay, go away again. Oh, a, peeping, a peeping John. It's too a good. <laughs> a peeping Jonathan. Okay, Jonathan Off Jonathan swims away, and she goes, anyway, the Inkling Syndicate works out of the Entertainment District, and they have 
enough psionic mages in their ranks that they can kind of hide amongst the noise. Anyone in that part of town is pretty much impossible to locate by magic means. And I, as you say, Gromdahl Bronzebeard, I'm searching, I'm searching, and I'm not feeling anything. So that means if he's anywhere nearby, he's, he's got to be there. Yeah, yeah he's hiding in the chaos of the okay. entertainment district. And, and um, the mothership submersible, we don't know where it is. Yeah. Do you know about that? Oh, you see, she closes her eyes and thinks about it and goes... We felt the change just in the ocean from the switch being turned on and all of the mothership employees changing. It was like death. It, it felt like a bunch of people died. And what? then there was this psychic disturbance as the ship passed us, took sort of a wide berth so that they wouldn't have to Pass deal with our magic, but passed us. Right, because it's going north. Right. Can I, do you have the capability to send a message to the frigid north? Of course. Can, can I warn my people? I can do that for you. Okay. I believe Mothership will probably try to obfuscate any kind of psychic message or magic that is going through, but I'll bet we're strong enough to get around that. Thank you. Uh, you see, uh, she nods and goes, just let me know what the message is. I'll get it to the other mages and we'll send it along. Okay. Uh, Calder writes a message that says, mother, <laughs> mother, um, I address my mom as mother. Um, cold. That's, that's normal. normal. That's normal. I think yeah. I call my mom mother. Mother. Yeah. Um, okay. It's all about just how you say it. Yeah. Right? yeah. Having a mom seems cool. Saying. Know, just yeah. as a cool idea. Saying mother. Right. You know, doesn't mother. sound warm, right. but I can tell you have warm feelings. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. love the lady. Okay. Yeah. You do. Um, and that's wonderful. I have good we vibes. should all say it. Good more. vibes for her. Good vibes. Call your mom. Um, mother, the threat of shit. Now I have to say mother ship is kind of redundant. Um, X, I'll cross out mother. <laughs> okay. Mom. Mom. Dear mom, the threat of mothership is coming north. Protect, protect our people. Uh, I'll be there soon. I have some new friends. Love, Calder. All right. As he's saying this, can I be painting one of my postcards? And it looks like almost like a tourist picture of Calder at the gates. Let, me, ooh, let me take a mental snapshot of that. Yeah. That's okay. great. Yeah, okay. Wow. Hold that up. Hold that up. Yeah. Holding it. That's gorgeous. Yeah. I rem I'll always remember that. Okay. Great. Watercolor. Very appropriate. Yeah. Great that's vibe. Figured. It's yeah. a great vibe. Um, okay. Well, if you want to find Gromdahl Bronzebeard, the entertainment district is where you need to go. I will head down to the cove. I'm going to see to the rangers that you brought here. I will also warn them about the Alexandrite information that you've told me here. I will also send this message along for you. And if you guys need like a couch to crash on or anything like that, just you let me know. Yeah, just one yeah. long body pillow with a lot of text will be perfect. I me. really want to see the doormat so we might come through. We have yeah. a doormat and just one big pull out bed. Wow. Yeah, All right. Okay. I do that. Other question. Yeah. Could you have some mechanics work on our egg? Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. You need to go a little faster. We need to go a little faster and maybe be able to defend ourselves better. 
I think we could do a little something with that. Yeah. And then I've one And we're question. fine with the way it smells, by the way. You don't need to air it out or anything. It's great. It smells okay. wonderful. It smells like burritos in the it's French like style. It's like breakfast and lunch. It's yeah. brunch, really. Yeah, brunch. Yeah. Brunch vibes. <laughs> that's what it is. It's super retro looking, and yeah. I think that's cool. Um, and then I have another question. Yeah. What? Because it sounds like we're going to probably want to go undercover in the entertainment district. Okay. What sort of shows or entertainment are... Great question. There's a lot of gambling down there. Okay. So I think as long as you want to spend some money, you'll blend in. Okay, great. Here's my poker face. Saul does the biggest, deadest smile. (laughs) (laughs) Don't play poker. (laughs) Understood. Are there any balladeers singing folk ballads of people (laughs) they've met? Anywhere that you can... I sense that you have a wonderful song that I'm you'd like to share with everyone. Workshopping. I can, my friend Hard One Shorefoot. Not sure yeah. if you've heard of him. Hard there's One Shorefoot? Hard One Shorefoot. Yeah. I've heard of Hard One Shorefoot, yeah. So, um, if so you know the stories. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'm getting a vibe of deep lying. What? <laughs> what? No. What? Oh, the story I'm the telling song, is... Yeah. It's amplification. It's a tall tale, which is okay. It's, it's amplification, right. but you need amplification right. when you're surrounded by noise. Interesting. Larger yeah. than life. Okay. It, it's a lie with a purpose. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> cool. Well, so yeah. you said open mics? There's open mics and <laughs> right. everything. Yeah, you see <laughs> you see nearby, there's people being really supportive as someone plays a harp like quite badly. Oh. <laughs> so gambling and open mics. I'm in my element. <laughs> Kelly, I've been working on my metronome ability. Whip. Whip, whip, whip. See, perfectly on time. That, that's great <laughs> for whenever we record. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs> it's great for rehearsal. <laughs> I wouldn't presume to think I'm going on stage. <laughs> uh, so Ursia uh, says her goodbye, or should I say see you later? <laughs> you should say yeah. See you later. I really good. it down here. I begin to cry again. Me too. Yeah. She hugs you deeply. Um, Tell me, what does the ocean mean to you? Everything. Cool. And nothing. What? <laughs> That's on your shower curtain? Yeah. Yeah, I take showers. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me. Before we go, as we're like turning to leave, I do want to just pause for a second and say, so the, the rangers, can anything be done for them? Yeah, we can definitely reverse the magic that has been cast on them. Okay. Alexandrite is not strong enough at this moment to penetrate our psionic force. The reason she was able to affect these rangers is just because they were far away from the city. Now that they're home, they're going to be okay. All right. And we have you guys to thank for that. Okay. I think we need proper disguises. Do you have a costume closet? Yeah. Can we look at it? Of course. I'd like to look like maybe a sea captain. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to pretend to be from Marengate. Okay. And then anything we can do to disguise this tall, hooking half giant. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could be a killer whale or something. <laughs> or a peeping Jonathan. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's people watching. That's he's peeping. 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 People peeping. Yeah. People peeping. A people peeping. <laughs> He's at the docks. Yeah. It's an right. open area. Right. Because we did meet Gromdahl, didn't we? Yes. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, and we he's, had, been, he's seen us through his animal, so I think we need to try to disguise ourselves. That is very, very smart. Yeah. Okay. I, I think we all need to, like, dye our hair. Uh, yeah, that's... All right. Saul pulls out his wig. <laughs> I've been meaning to frost my tips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see CL start surrounding you and begin casting spells to dye your hair or <gasps> do whatever else you guys need. Okay, great. Whoa. Wow. Do you guys need to borrow a shirt or anything? Um, Just a random dude. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Riaris. Um, are you related to this encounter, like this interaction at all? I'm just are you, here. By. Are you friends with Ursia? Of course, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll cool. be friends with you. All, everyone would give you this shirt off their back. I'll be friends yeah. with you. I'll be friends with you guys too. Do you guys yeah, need like, a couch to sleep wanna, on or anything? Let's like trade that? shirts. Okay. What are you doing tonight? What am I doing tonight? I was probably just going to go to some open mics and just cheer loudly for all the people that seem nervous. Riaris. Oh, my God. Riaris. <laughs> you are going to hang out with us all fucking night. Okay? okay. If that'll make you guys happy, sure. We are going to be in town for a short time. Okay. And, and a good time. And a good time. <laughs> okay. And you are entirely part of that now. Right yeah. on. You might need to be like our guide. We're yeah. riding okay. with Riaris now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay, yeah. All right, let's get ready. All right, you buzz my head and I'll buzz yours. Right on. What? Buzz my head yeah. too. Buzz my head. <laughs> are we all getting crew cuts? <laughs> I'm going to get, I'm going to do one of those like buzz the sides and then have like a long French braid. Oh, okay. God, okay. Awesome. <laughs> you guys all get very cool haircuts. And I'm going to dye it like a deep, a deep sea green. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Riaris goes, okay, I just have to make sure I don't bail on any of my friends and turns uh, to other sea elves and go, can you guys go cheer at all the open mics tonight for anyone who seems super nervous? And everyone just goes, I was already planning on doing that. Riaris, Riaris, my man. Go out and have fun. Riaris goes, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, So uh, Ursia heads off. um, This random dude, Riaris, joins you guys. Riaris. Yeah. Um, let's go to the real nasty spots where people spend too much money. Okay. Yeah, let's go to all the barnacle buckets. Okay, you guys want to, if you guys want to get into some nasty business, uh, (laughs) (laughs) there's a little something called seahorse racing. Oh, Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, tell me about the seahorses, though. There are different seahorses. Uh, there's one named Sonny that I like, that he's cute. Uh, he is sold. Or- I'm he's sold. orange. Yeah, great. He's orange. His name he's is Sunny. His name's Sunny. Great. He's orange. Hey, yeah, my guy. Ken, are you are you good with all this? By the way, yeah, it's cool with me. Great. Amazing everybody haircut, seems Kenna. everybody seems wow. really nice. Thank you for my haircut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, got the old general it. bronze beard. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really good. Shaved yeah. down the sides. That's pretty freaking cool, man. You look great. <laughs> Thank you. You look great. Thank you. Everybody I looks feel great. great. Good. Yeah. It's infectious here. Feels like me. <laughs> Vibe is crystalline, Riar, to be honest. Riar starts weeping. <laughs> God, okay. I'm dressed like a pirate captain, and I'm ready to go bet on seahorse <laughs> racing. Saul, by the way, I just wanted to clarify, he's got, like, his swag wig on, but he's, like, cut it flat on top like Guile from Street Fighter. Sick. Yeah. Cool. Um, mm. So you guys board one of the nearby trains and take a tube that shoots out from the main pillar into the outer districts. The train itself has these huge glass windows, and you can see all of the colorful lights of the city and all of these various fish swimming. As you get closer to the entertainment district, you see big buildings with lots of lights, neon signs for 
for hundreds of businesses all stacked on top of each other. There are a lot of people here crowding the gambling halls and bars. It's mostly sea elves, but you do see sort of a higher concentration of other humanoids than you did see up on the main pillar. Mm. The train comes to a stop and pulls into the station as throngs of people get on and get off as you're immediately bombarded with the lights and sounds of the entertainment district. Uh, as you guys approach, uh, everybody give me perception checks. All right. Okay. That's a dirty 20. Okay. Nine. Uh, that's a three. Okay. You guys all look around, and Callie and Saul, you guys are kind of just looking at the majesty of it all. You guys see wow. this airlocked park with these big trees and cobblestone paths. So it's basically like a park inside of a giant natural aquarium. Uh, and you see that there's like a, a little party of like halflings, like getting psyched. It looks like they're at like a bachelor party or something. <laughs> Congratulations, Belster. You're my best fucking friend, dude. <laughs> Becky is so good for you, man. The vibe continues to flourish. Uh, and you see a bunch of bars and gambling halls nearby. Some of the places that stick out, you see a dive bar called Old Guppies. Great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, just a... There's just a few people in there playing cards, uh, just like a, a few locals playing cards. Uh, and you see who you can assume to be old Guppy, just a giant fish man, uh. grumpily making drinks behind the bar. Uh. But you do see a very popular bar with lots of people holding tickets Whoa. called the Aquestrian ah, that okay. has seahorse racing. And from the outside, you see projections of these big, brightly colored seahorses racing through tubes that snake through the whole bar on different tracks. And you see Riaris just goes, yeah, go, Sonny, go. <laughs> wow. Which one is Sonny? The orange? The orange one. What number? Number four. All right. I love the number four. I really hope he wins. Uh, <laughs> you see Sonny is not winning. I just like that he tries hard. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Wow. Who's winning? Probably Seabreeze like usual. Yeah, yeah like usual. Who owns Seabreeze? Well, they don't. I hope no one. Seabreeze <laughs> looks nervous. Okay, so it's more like. Do you think somebody, do you think somebody's buying these seahorses? Oh, Down I here. Wonder. Do you think they don't like racing? No, no, I, and there's no place in the world where that would even be I'm, a concept. I'm going to detect thoughts on the seahorses to see if they're enjoying what they're doing. Uh, you, <laughs> the seahorses. No, I hope no one's taking advantage of the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> you do detect thoughts on the seahorses? Yeah. Okay. As they, every time they race around. <laughs> spy. You. So it's just like a okay. Doppler effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You get less of a, they're, they're not speaking like perfect humanoid tongue back yeah, yeah. to you, Emotions. but you hear, you're getting, you're getting a vibe, you're doing a vibe check, uh-huh. <laughs> and you get the feeling of relief from them mm. as they're having fun in a way that you almost, you get a message. It's not a message, but it's a feeling of like, glad that's over and I can try my best again. What just happened to them? Yeah, I think it was like they they love competing so much that they just want to do it over and over again. That was what I got. That was what I got too. I thought I thought they liked it. But I think they're happy because something. If the vibe is back on, that means that at some point it was off. It dipped. There was a dip in the vibe. Okay. Dip in the vibe. So they said, "Glad that's over." I want to go to Old Guppy. <laughs> In a different bar. Oh, you right. go up to Old Guppy. What are you drinking? 
what I mean. Oh, Gabby, my name is Captain Hi. Pond Lily. Captain I am Pond Lily, a probably deep you. sea archaeologist. Kelly, you wandered away. <laughs> Excuse me, your name is Captain Pond Lily. We were, oh, Captain. <laughs> Captain Sir, Pond Lily. We were all talking over there, then you ran away into this bar. Captain Pond Lily, I'm aye, a, aye. I'm a pirate. What are we drinking tonight? I'm a pirate and an animal rights activist. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I want to know. All right. What's going on with <laughs> uh, the other? Are you asking me about the other bar? Yeah, that seems. I'm bolted. dealing with. I, look, I got six customers in here right now. We're practically overflowing. You look at multiple, multiple seats. Mr. Guppy, sorry, we don't know why we're here. Hi, yes, Mr. Guppy. Right, uh, okay. Chint Dangler. I'm a lifeguard. Chint Dangler. You, yeah. Thank you for everything you do. Chint, actually. Chint. Chint Dangler. Chint, yeah. welcome. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm Chimp. Wh- what are we drinking? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Guess what's I'm... on tap, actually? What's on tap? Yeah. yeah. Underwater beer. I have an underwater beer. <laughs> okay. Um, is it? What is it? Yeah. I'll have. Can we brew underwater? Okay. Salt water beer. Salt yeah. water. Okay. Brew with salt water. Sea salt I've sour. <laughs> can I have a taste? Yeah. Uh, you drink it, it makes you thirsty. Oh, I didn't <laughs> realize that this was salty. like a. So if we don't breathe salt water and we drink this, is this yeah. like we're drinking sea ocean it's not water? Great. It's not great. This is like an oxygen bar for us. How much does it cost? Yeah. Five gold. That's, so that's, really that's really steep. Yeah. That's yeah. really steep. It's hard. I, I looked hard at someone. Have, did you pay five gold for the underwater beer that you're drinking? <laughs> no. Okay, you're upcharging us. Sorry. <laughs> well, I thought you guys were pirates. What do you know about the sea the seahorses? <laughs> I'm an animal rights What activist do I know about the seahorses? Well, if you want shore money, you bet on sea breeze. Okay. Although, weirdly. S- slow Danny eggs won today. Slow, slow Danny, Danny egg. eggs. Slow Danny slow eggs one? Danny eggs. What do you know about Slow Danny eggs, Riaris? Ah, Slow Danny eggs never wins. He's the purple seahorse. Purple yeah. seahorse, okay. Yeah, but he, he won today. What happens at the end? Is there like a big celebration? I mean, if you won, there's a big celebration. If you lost, you get mad. Just kind of like regular stuff. Uh. <laughs> Can, should we go over to the seahorses? <laughs> no. What? You want to talk to old Guppy? Oh, wait, wait. Guppy, can yeah. I ask you real quick? Yeah. Who do you go home to? Who do I go home to? Yeah. I go home to my wife. Her name's also old Guppy. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Why? <laughs> Why? She took his name. Uh, well, Mr. and Mrs. They Guppy. They took each other's name. Uh, yeah, well, Mr. and Mrs. Guppy. Yeah. yeah. We're both old. Uh-huh. I'm old Guppy. Yeah. She's old Guppy. She sounds fantastic. She you know, sounds awesome. I can't, under- I can't argue with the logic. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, Why would she be Mrs. Old Guppy and I'd be Mr. Old Guppy? Yeah. That would be sexist. I, right. put a, I put a gold piece on the table and slide it over. Okay. And I say, for the missus. <laughs> Celebrate like that. Can we can we put a bet on one of the horses for you? Oh uh, yeah. Great. Why? Why are we giving this guy our money? Because he's got a family. So do you. Are you not charmed by old Guppy? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I think you're fine. <laughs> I think I'm fine too. Yeah. yeah. I just don't know why. I think you guys are all okay. Saul thinks back to the plaque he saw at the aquarium that yeah. says guppies give live birth, and he yeah. can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. 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 yeah, well, the thing about slow Danny eggs is that slow Danny eggs just generally just seems to always have eggs in his egg satchel. So he just tends to move a little slow and just have different oh, priorities in life than, say, Seabreeze, who's. Whew, Seabreeze, clear favorite. And Empty then sack. Red, the red one is named Dynamite. 
You know, oh, it's that's so cute. Pretty good. Sure, sure, sure. They're pretty good. And then there's Sonny, who just has a great attitude. Kind of a long shot, wins every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And always tries their best, tries. which is kind of really important. Sonny yeah, sure, is. I don't know. And then there's Slow Danny Eggs, who, right. you know, it's kind of the slowest. So you mentioned an egg sack. Yeah. Are they all allowed to put stuff in their sacks? Or is it like if you've got eggs in your sack, that's allowed, but you can't put other stuff in there? Uh, you generally, yeah, you, you certainly can't cheat. No, Slow Danny Eggs just usually has eggs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Did it, when he won yeah. today, did he not have eggs? <laughs> no, he had the eggs. It's he had the, the other. eggs. He had yeah. the eggs. Or did he have the illusion yeah, of he, eggs? Yeah, he gave oh, birth. Oh, Guppy, I feel like we've taken enough of your time. <laughs> <laughs> he gave birth at the <laughs> end. It was beautiful. <laughs> he gave birth. <laughs> now we're going to be here in another Oh, okay. So it was yeah. like. Now they need to know how the birth works. <laughs> That's beautiful. Was he like propelled forward by the egg birth? Uh, no, we did it at the end. It's sort of a celebration. Oh, you know what? Actually, still saying that turns yeah. my stomach, so I'm ready to go now. Yeah. <laughs> now we just started squirting them out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Here's the gold. All right, thank you. Hey, see you around. Wait, but who, who are you betting on? Who am I betting on? Yeah. Uh, let's do let's do the storm money. Let's do sea breeze. Sea breeze. All right, I, I put money on sea breeze. Okay. <laughs> Roll guppy. Uh, yeah, you walk into this bar. <laughs> The vibe is good, but there is like a kind of darkness here. Mm. You feel mm-hmm. like the undercurrent of desperation and manipulation and things mm. like that. You see, even as Riaris walks in, vibe's a little off. Vibe's is, the vibe, off. is the vibe usually off or is the vibe usually yeah. good? Vibe's is a little more off than usual. Really? Because sports betting usually can be. Well, kind the of vibe a is usually place. fun off. Okay. And this is kind of like off, off. Oh, off. but maybe there's somebody here that. Can kind of control animals in some way. Yeah, I'm. Hmm. I'm thinking the same thing. You see that uh, the water elemental bookie uh, is yelling from behind a desk. Blub blub, place your bets. Blub blub blub, place your bets. Okay. Um, can I do like a, a perception or investigation check just to see who's placing? Yeah. I want to watch where oh, nice. where everyone's cool. bets are going. Yeah. You look around and go ahead and give me perception or investigation. It's 14. Okay. Can I do a perception with my detect thoughts? Yeah. To try and move from the seahorses to some of the people? Yeah. Okay. And maybe seeing if I hear Grondor's thoughts. Great. 11. Okay. And I'll do a perception on uh, the halflings we saw earlier. I want to see what sort of hats they're wearing because I am still in the market for some tiny hats okay, for great. Elzor and Ignius. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're wearing the tiniest hats you've ever oh, seen. Those are yeah, great. they're so small that you can only see them when you walk up to them. Wow, <laughs> you could eat ice cream out of those. <laughs> I bet they do. Oh, yeah. Calder, you see, aside from just the normal everyday, like pretty intense gamblers and people that are here having fun and things like that, you see. A skinny spring aladrin with slicked back green hair, and you clock a neck tattoo of a squid. Oh. Uh, and you see that uh, he has just finished placing a bet on uh, Slow Danny Eggs. Oh, and again. Slow Danny Eggs gets absolutely destroyed, gets creamed. Seabreeze wins again, and you see this guy slams his hand down on the table and go, Damn it! Why the fuck did he win when Gromdahl was here? Mm. So, Callie, with your detect thoughts, yeah, uh, you do recognize uh, people around the bar. There is talk of people being disappointed because a lot of people put bets on the slowest seahorse because Gromdahl came in here and won. Oh. And does anyone say, like, in their memory where he left to? 
you hear from the spring Aladrin mm-hmm. on his in his thoughts mm-hmm. when he's thinking about Gromdahl, mm-hmm. he's thinking about a place called the Grand Mariner Hotel. Just basically like Gromdahl, that piece of shit. I bet you he's in a suite at the Grand Mariner, laughing at me from there. Mm. Um, and Callie, you recognize this person as someone that did business in Marengate. This okay. is Daydor Tavister. Uh, and he worked in Marengate as a smuggler, and this squid neck tattoo is new. Hmm. Oh. Daydor! Uh, you see this dude turns around. It's me from Marengate! Go ahead and uh, are you trying to be Callie or are you trying to deceive him? I'm trying to deceive him. I hmm. want to recognize him and have him scramble to try to place me. Okay. Ooh, okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a deception check. 13. 13. Okay. You see... This feels important. I'm going to use my luck blade to re-roll this one. 21. 21. You see, he looks at you, sort of squints his eyes. You you can almost see the math going on in his head. This guy's kind of a scumbag. And you see him having a friend is better than him not having a friend so he can use somebody. So he goes like, oh yeah, great to see you again, Captain... Yeah, Captain, <laughs> Captain Pond Lily. Captain Pond Lily, yeah. yeah great smuggling to see you, great and to see And now I'm sort of like yeah. um, spelunking through old ships and finding sunken treasures and whatnot. That's sort of where I've pivoted to. Sunken I, treasures, that, pay, that paying well? I or? still think about that night we had together. Can I just say? Me, me too, yeah. <laughs> me too, of course. It was wild. Yeah, it was nuts. We... <laughs> The, the stuff, the stuff we did. Oh, I, I pressed digitation, the craziest blush on my face. <laughs> oh, the stuff. Yeah. That's real PG for uh, what we did. Right on, right on. So, so what brings what you, you here? What, me? Yeah. I mean, the heat is kind of on in Marengate. Why? What's going on? I've been, like I said, been literally underwater, so I don't even know what's going on in Marengate. Okay, well, we kind of flubbed like an egg delivery type situation, uh, so people got kind of fucking pissed at us, so uh, I decided to come down here, try to, you know, had some money tucked away in a nest egg, and, you know, just doing some work here, trying to figure it out. Cool. Yeah. That's cool to have money tucked away. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like this is a good place to spend it. Good good place to make it. Really? See, he loses again. <laughs> <laughs> How? You are so good at gambling. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Kelly's <laughs> such a player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm going to go because I'm actually staying at the Mariner. So You got a place at the Grand Mariner? Yeah. Yeah, I did, yeah. Sick. You must be. Must have a lot of cash. Not on me, but yeah. Okay. Cool. Actually, I have, a, um, I have like a sponsor who pays me for spelunking right underwater. On. Right so on. I'm like back in the Powerful Marengay. patron. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. Cool. Anyways, it was really good to run into you. Good to see you too. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. I kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he looks, he Did anyone see that coming? Kisses you. Riaris goes, the vibes. Because <laughs> I thought they were off. Then they were on. Then they were very they're off. So, they're, they're spiking. So medium. They're so medium. <laughs> I start walking away and under my breath say, I 
got really caught up in my own lies and I'm kind of I'm not remembering strategically what I meant to do with it. <laughs> Kelly, what did you learn? <laughs> God, fucking nothing. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I thought it was a play, but I was wrong. Mm-hmm. You, I, like, whatever you need right now, do you need to hook up with that dude? No, I'm deeply repulsed by it. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Should we try and go to the Grand Mariner and find I think so. Yeah. Can we say that I was gambling while this was happening? Yeah. <laughs> Great. So there, I've actually cooked up some mechanics for the seahorse Ooh, Nice. So it's a minimum bet of 50 gold which okay. is no freaking joke, but you do have the chance to make a lot of money. The way it works is if you roll the highest number on the dice, you win. So okay. if okay. you play the favorite, mm-hmm. it's 1d4, okay. and that's Seabreeze. If you get a four, you win. Great. Oh, okay. Um, and you quadruple your money. Ooh. There's a solid racer, which is 1d8, named Dynamite. That's the red one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you multiply your money by eight if you win on that one. There's a long shot. That's sunny. That's a D12. If you get a 12 on a D12, you multiply your money by 12. Uh, and then there's the Hail Mary, which is 1D20. If you get a nat 20, slow Danny, slow Danny eggs wins. Wow. Oh, you and know. gives birth again. And gives birth again. <laughs> what is sunny again? Because sunny is my captain. Uh, sunny is a long shot. <laughs> Riar just goes, I don't have any money, but can we bet on sunny? Yeah, we got some money. Sure. You've been money. nice to us. Let's put the money on Sonny. Money put the on money Sonny. on Sonny. Money okay. on Sonny? Okay, cool. Uh, you guys want to put 50 gold down? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put money on Slow Danny Eggs, too. Okay. I just can't help it. We can't, <laughs> we can't bet against ourselves. <laughs> you can do it in, like, two separate things. Okay. So okay, start, cool. kick it off with a long shot of Sonny. Uh, just roll a d12. Okay. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> Shout out to the two crew. Uh, that one, Seabreeze, uh, beats beats everybody. Right, so that's 50 gold? So you lose 50 gold. Uh, blub, blub, thanks for playing. I'm going for Sunny, too. Great. That's a five. That's a five. Uh, you guys lose your cash again. Okay, I'm going for Sunny. Okay, great. Roll a d12. We have uh, to okay. win eventually. I know. That, that felt better than any nat 20 we've oh, ever rolled. Holy shit. It's because okay. me and, behind the screens, me and uh, Jake love Sonny from the Spurs. Uh, <laughs> so you guys make, so you guys spent 150 gold, but you won 600 gold. Oh, yes. So oh, in total, you guys have 450 gold right now. Great. This is awesome. Let's Let's let it ride. <laughs> How much do we win? You guys have 450 gold total from the winnings. Oh, yeah. We should walk away. You always walk away I when think, you're out. I think we should walk away. But it's away. so fun. Don't I think you we just keep. Walk away. I don't know. I'm, I'll give you 50 gold and let you roll. Okay. I like Sunny. Yeah, dude. Me too. We get okay. it. Yeah. That's a one. All right. Uh, we had okay. a good time. That's a one. That's great. Okay. Seabreeze. Okay. That was fun. We can, just, we can just stay in route for Sunny if you guys want. We do need to put a bet down for Old Guppy. So okay. I'm going to put that one on Slow Danny Eggs just okay. to see what happens. Great. It's a seven. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you lose another 100 gold. You guys are at 350 gold. All right. We have to leave. Yeah. I think we need to get out of here. Okay. Great. Um, right. On the way out, I'm going to stop by Ask Daydor. I forgot to ask. You said that you bungled an egg thing. That was for. That's for Syra, wasn't it? She yeah. was always such a hard ass when I worked with her. Was she pissed? Yeah. Syra was upset. And from what I hear, her little sister fucked up. 
Her little sister was always fucking up. Yeah. Well, she's worth a lot of cash now. Can I do an insight check to see if he's clocked me? Mm-hmm. Mm. 14. Can't tell. But this guy is roguish. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to cast fifth level sleep on him. <laughs> Wait, he's an elf. He can't be charmed, right? Yeah. He can't be put to sleep. Fuck me. Okay. Okay. I'm going to. Riaris just goes, should we get out of here? This vibe yeah, is. <laughs> the vibe is spiraling. Um, I see Callie and I say, Pond Lily, we heading out? Oh, who's your friend? Bring it in, man. Any friend of Pond Lily's is a friend of mine. I'm going to try and hug him, pat him really hard on the back, and stunning and strike him four as, times. As you, get, as you get close to him, uh-huh. he pulls out a knife. Whoa. <laughs> this vibe is gone. Yeah. Trying to maintain a vibe here, man. I'm going to cast command to drop the knife, and then I want to try and grab the knife if it's I'm going to need everybody to go ahead and roll initiative. Ah, Let's do it. That as you guys go for your weapons, this guy is already on to you, and you see two burly sea elf looking dudes, like unnaturally buff with like sort of Bane-esque. You can see their veins popping out from under their light blue skin. They got the Bane vein. They are wearing (laughs) masks that have like tassels that look like legs and tentacles. Oh, whoa. Like they're part of the Inkling Syndicate. You see they begin to charge through the crowd at you as this guy brandishes his knife. I'm cashing in Calliope Petricor. And that's where we'll end our session. Yes! yes! I oh. thought we had to hide from Gromdahl, but I fucking forgot that I'm wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. That's right. Here I was being like, There's Calder's such an obvious half dryer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any more? One more on Danny Slowegs. Yeah. Oh, 18. So fucking close. I love close. that you guys won. You guys won on the yeah. Yeah, that's such a fun That one. was the highlight for yeah. sure. Uh-huh. Uh, sweet. Uh, we'll job. talk more about this over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-E-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Whip, 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 whip. Don't even think about it. Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Yes, we are dropping a bunch of new merch. A very sick duck team shirt. Maybe even a dungeon court t-shirt. So head on over to the shop. Check that out. Shop.nadcot shop.nadpod.com not nadcod I'm thinking about fish yeah, 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 there you go. delicious fish we're gonna get nadcod.com <laughs> and <laughs> we'll then, have to forward it I feel like this is a perfect because we just experienced this new city yeah. I was reading this book by Italo Calvino I might be pronouncing his name wrong mm-hmm. uh, he's like an author from the 70s and he has a book called Invisible Cities mm-hmm. and it's like an imagined conversation between Marco Polo, like the Venetian traveler, yeah. and like the, it's basically describing a bunch of cities. So it's all oh, these like sick. short little um, chapters that mm-hmm. really just feel like fun world building. Sweet. Some of them wow. are really wacky. Some of them are feel very historical. It's Incredible. a it's a fun, really different read. Oh, man, I want to read four pages of that every night and fall asleep. Check it's it out. Year. perfect for that. Amazing. I can't tell you how perfect it is for that. <laughs> uh, we do have shows coming up in November, Ooh. so you can go see us in New Orleans on November 14th, Blop. Orlando on November 15th, Blop. and finally, Court Lauderdale! D&D Court in Fort Lauderdale, Florida on Mm -hmm. November 17th. We will see you there. Yes. Um, And with that, you can follow us on social media that we may or may not use at CH1ME, at Caldys Caldwell, at Astro Demily, and at Jake Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-E-D-D-P-O-D. We are, we are, the youth of the nation. We are, we are. 
Ah, it's time to thank our benevolent Council of Elders, and they are Brad D., Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, Hugh C., Later McSkater, Matt M., Cutter W., Feared Al, Daniel G., Dylan B., Katie G., Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P., Vincent W., Victor T., Balnor's Boy, Hoyd's Friend, Justin I., Danny Danster, TJ M., Trele, The Cray, Christopher B., Damiel R., Jordan L., Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, A Sweet Blue Hole Filled with Beans, How Beautiful, Princess Y., Michael L., Jory S., Jack L., Nicholas C., the star of every film ever made in Bohemia, not currently starring in anything in solidarity with SAG-AFTRA. Mike H., Alka Smeltzer Plus, Great Value Gemma, Adam G., Tyler F., Knee Badger, Panama James, Heradrian, Rex Thaniel, The White, Diana D.L.L., C.C. Lulu, Hercule Poirot, The Rabbit Folk Detective, Lucas B. Rako, It's Kevin, Tucker's Wife, Lynn Michelle, Very Nice, Calder's Cold Comeback, Gave My Spine, Chills, Hashtag CCC, Forever, Stay Frosty, Fairy Followers, Brandon J, Taylor B, The Vengeful One-Winged Angel, Cass, Skateboard Cass, Stephen Sees Stevens on the Seas, C. Oh my God. Mike K, Lady Taco, shout out to Uncle PP, Victoria M, Nick W, Swashbuckling Swag Snagger, Agnity of the Nadcord, that's discord.gg slash nadpod, William W, Big Bad Beardo the Mad, Anna Rama, Percival Frederickstein von Mussel, Klawowski de Rolo the Third, Adam the Simple Dimples, J Dragonborn, the Sandrian, Ben A, Dave H, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Ryan D, Dustin S, Danny F, Hawkeye P, Buckvar's assistant Izzy F, DPC is awesome. Sean, the shade tree mechanic of Zelbuldar, Summer R, Grantaire, Cat C, Misa of House in Zunza, Ariel, the occasional mermaid, Selena N, aka Valacy Raptor, B Perky Always, Pat L, Maxwell J, Talia Nolani, the coffee barista brewing fighter of Limpial and Bahumia, very nice. Ryan S., the Bone Duster. Annie, the Windex Goblin Ball Business Illustrator. Ploops, Carly A., Connor Savage. Salil, Leviathan, Biocourt 7. Amber Dextrous, can't wait for Nadpod in NOLA, us too. Sullivan H., Jack H., Grabster, Champion of Crod, Scuttling Sideways, Towards Tomorrow. Lindsay W., Valen, Carlin C., Emily S., Saul's Slimy Spunk. Hashtag release the sweet blue hole cut. James G, everything Bago, the Aladrin who just wants to hang out with his pet badger, Stripey. Daddy, Master, Dandy, Han, Stars and Roses for Han Forever, Marcos, Jordan P, the occasional crit reporter, Learns the Balance Druid, Dakota JP, Frida M, Pago, self-proclaimed king, joined in macabre matrimony. They will never know a lonely day again as long as I draw breath. How romantic. Tracy P., the Crick Elf Librarian, Maggie S., Holly Hyena, Kristen Z., Leah, Hunter H., Pixel Stars, Akash Thakar, Andrew Crick, Planeswalker, Can't Wait for Orlando, Us Too, Buddy, Dufinius, Cal Just Cal, Russell H., A Monk Named Dilgo, Yes, The Whole Thing, Yes, Every Time, Toilet Decision for a Time, I Shall Haiku, Throw Dice at Caldwell. Okay. Our friend Simon trying to work out a way to help Wayfarer with the trolls, but how can he affect the Fey Realm from Dreamland, folks? 
Kalu Kalei, I use my blue spray, totally normal. Lorelai, the succubus, and Kira, her busty queen. Matt M, your friendly neighborhood, Yant and Yunkle, Andrew and Sid. John Adams, yes, like the president. Meg, the mail carrier manager of Bohemia. James F, Jimmy A, M4L, Austin S, Knight of the Living, Falster, CU in Denver. That just happened. Wayfarer, upon returning to their Fae flower shop, found it completely overrun with trolls. What will they do now? Shane C., Barpo, Goodbarrel, Bard, Barian, Three Awakened Gooses, Welshlander, Garrett G., One Big Curd, Mr. D., Talisman, Dana the Daisy, Sean J., Ethan B., Renee the Monster Captain, Box Clifton, Olivia the Enchanting Bard, who is working hard on her audition for the lead singer of The Mountain Crows, Winter S., Riley S., Fico, Angry Wheat, Anthony, the raddest of dudes who secured his Carnegie Hall tickets for himself and his lovely partner, Josh, the finest of dudes. Hope you had fun. Josh H., Clementine T., Caleb L. S., Fairy followers are celebrating. Hashtag CCC. Also, hi. A lot of eyes there. Cantrip, Dumbledore, the bear onesie wearing barbarian. Lexi H., MJ, the BFG, drinking tea by the sea. The little ferret pal going to Court Lauderdale. Hell yes, cannot wait. Eleanor K., Mr. Meowski, Gino T., Mama Bell, the silver serpent herself. CNAT, Spell the Wizard. That's good. Derek D., Tristan the Talentless Hunk, MJ Johnson, BTA Workshop, David the Greatest Artificer, aka Electrician, Shenanigans O'Connor, Mios the Great, Alex K., Joshy P., The Public Enemy, Joshua S., Alexander, Linz W., Angel La Pamela, The Forever Vindicated, great seeing you in LA, bud, Emma S., Red the Reforged, Warforged, A Cat Napping in a Sunbeam, Listening to a Podcast, Hard One's Hot Hump Gunk, Shell B., Kenna's Third Favorite, Sprite Girl, Not Only is Hard One Leaving, But the Sprite Girls Are Breaking up tough week for Kenna. Jackson R, T3RHX, official Ned Flanders, Troy D, Blaze, the future king of the pirates, Z, Borb, Blake H, searching for a sweet blue hole with his bestie, Big Bev. Lloyd wants to thank her sweetie, Tuck, for the tickets to the New York live show. Shelby C, Pawpaw Sky Days, Mima Sky Days, Taylor B, O, it's V, Tommy W, Mike and Lisa, sending love to y'all, Haley the Human, Megan and the Big M, John F, the Dice Lander, Stephen of House in Zunza, James Ramen Shop, R.I.P. Melchior the Brave Lionin Warrior who even cares about the rest of the party. Tracy P. Karjish. Benjamin A. Sacrificial Otaku. Pen name for Callie's cousin who discovered anime and is trying to spread the word all over Bohemia. Jiggy M. Mikkel A. Shanimal Commander of the 5th Anniversary Live Show Pocket Foster Army. Okay. Angie A. Liloth. Josh H. The Ultra Barn. Patrick S. Pawpaw's Playful Paralegal. Froki, Nicholas B, Jacob K, Ambassador Goof of KC, Maple the Shy Bookworm, Nicholas S, and of course, Ashley. Thank you, everybody. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>